0: Welcome back to Beloved Children's Books. It's Destiny. Today, I was inspired by the end of the school year in North Carolina. I'm not sure how it is wherever you're listening from, but we're going to read Junie B. Jones is a graduation girl by Barbara Park. Chapter One. The month of Junie. My name is Junie B. Jones. The B stands for Beatrice. Except, I don't like Beatrice. I just like B and that's all. I was named after the month of Junie. Because Junie is the month I was born in, of course. And wait till you hear this. Yesterday, I finally had my birthday and now I am six years old. And that day was like magic, I tell you. Because on Saturday night, when I went to bed, I was only five years old. And the next morning, boom, I was six. My grandma, Helen Miller, had a happy birthday party for me. She invited my mother and daddy and my grandpa, Frank Miller. Also, she invited my baby brother named Ollie. He is seven months old. He did not add that much. I loved my party a very lot. First, I loved my chocolatey cake with white icing. Next, I loved my strawberry ice cream. Plus, also, I loved my balloons and my funny birthday hats and all my happy birthday cards. But mostly, I loved my presents. I got five entire boxes to open. And good news, none of them was closed. Mostly, I got toys and games. Also, I got a tool belt just my size. Plus, my Grandpa Miller gave me my very own plumbing supplies to help fix the toilet. But that is not even the end of all my excitement. Because that night, when Mother took me into bed, she reminded me that I am graduating from kindergarten on Friday. My stomach felt jumpy inside when she said that. I quick counted on my fingers. But Friday is only five more days, I said. I did a gulp. That event sneaked right up on us, didn't it? I said, kind of nervous. Mother hugged me. You're not worried, are you, Junie B., she said. Graduation will be fun, I promise. And you're going to love first grade. But Polly Allen Puffer says the ne- that next year, everything will be different, I said. He says that first grade won't have the same kids as Room 9 does. And so all of our classmates will be weirdo strangers. Mother did a frown. No, no, no. That's not true, she said. I'm sure you'll know a lot of children in your class next year, Junie B. But even if your best friends aren't in the se- in your same room... You will still be able to play with them at recess, right? I nodded my hand, head kind of slow. Yeah, I guess so, I said. Plus, Polly Allen Puffer says that we will be the boss of all the kindergarten kids, so that would be fun probably. And also, he says our brains and feet will double in size. Mother stared at me a real long time. "'That Polly Allen Puffer is a fountain of knowledge,' she said very quietly. "'After that, we talked some more about graduation and first grade. "'And guess what? "'The next day at school, my teacher talked about it even more. "'Her name is Mrs. "'She has another name, too, but I just like Mrs., and that's all.' "'Mrs. clapped her hands real happy. "'Well, this is it, boys and girls,' she said. Graduation week is finally here. At 7 o'clock on Friday evening, room 8 and room 9 will have our graduation ceremony together. And of course, the children in morning kindergarten will be graduating too, so every single one of you will receive a diploma. I springed out of my chair, very thrilled. A diploma? A diploma i will love a diploma i shouted just then i did a tensy frown it's not clothes correct i asked a meanie boy named jim laughed real loud you goonie bird jones you don't even know what a diploma is he said i stamped my foot at that boy oh yes i do too jim i said i know perfectly well what it is but i am not even the teacher here and so i will let her explain it to the class i sat down and i smoothed my skirt then i pointed to mrs okay go i said mrs wrinkled her eyebrows at me as i was about to say a diploma is a very special piece of paper a diploma is a certificate that says you've completed part of your education As you go through school, you will get several diplomas, she said. But this one will be your first. I springed up again. And guess what else, Mrs.? I'm not even afraid of first grade anymore, because I'll be getting big feet and brains. Mrs. said, sit down, to me. And then she told us more about graduation. She said that as a treat for our families, we will be making them special graduation invitations, and so that will be our activity for the day. Yippee, I said. I love making invitations, Misses, on account of that does not even sound like learning. After that, I clapped and clapped, and all of Room 9 clapped with me, because graduation week was starting off like a charm. Chapter 2 rhymes i sat at my table very nice mrs passed out colored paper for our invitations also she passed out curly ribbon and lace and paste and bottles of sparkly glitter just as a reminder she said we do not paste glitter in our eyebrows and we do not put lace up our noses and above all we do not glue curly ribbon To her heads and pretend that it's long hair. She looked and looked at me. I squirmed in my seat a little bit, cause that woman has a memory like a hawk, I tell you. Finally, Mrs. went to the board and she picked up her chalk. On the inside of our cards, we're going to write a poem for graduation. Does anyone have any ideas for the first line? My friend named Grace waved her hand all around in the air. Roses are red. Roses are red, she called out. Yes, hollered room nine. Roses are red. Mrs. smiled. She wrote it on the board for us. Okay, now what about the second line, she asked. Room nine hollered again. Violets are blue. Violets are blue. Violets are blue. Mrs. wrote that line down, too. Very good, class, she said. Now, who can think of a third line? Maybe we should try to mention something about graduation in this one. Does anyone have any ideas? A shy boy named William stood up next to his table. Graduation is here, he said, kind of nervous. Mrs. grinned real big. Excellent job, William, excellent. She printed it on the board. All right, there's just one more line to go, she said. Let's try to make the last word rhyme with the word blue, okay? She read the first three lines out loud to us. Roses are red, violets are blue. Graduation is here. Room nine thought and thought, then all of a sudden, Rhymes started coming from all over the place. My dress will be new, said Lucille. My dad's name is Lou, called Jamal Hall. We made it, "Woohoo!" called Lenny. Just then, Polly Allen Puffer springed right out of his chair and he started laughing his head off. The zoo is P.U., he shouted the loudest. Then all of room nine laughed our heads off too, because P.U. is the silliest rhyme we ever even heard of. Mrs. clapped her mad hands together. "'Boys and girls, that's enough,' she grouched. "'She hurried to Polly Allen Puffer's table, and she put him back in his seat. "'I do not appreciate that kind of behavior, young man,' she said. "'We're trying to write a nice poem here, Polly Allen. "'And your rhyme was entirely inappropriate.' "'After that, I tried to stop giggling, but that silly poem kept on staying inside of my head.' And then, out of nowhere, another funny poem popped right into my brain. And I couldn't even hold it inside of me. I quick jumped up out of my chair. Roses are red, violets are blue, graduation is here, and your feet smell like stink, I shouted. After that, room nine could not even control themselves again. Cause that poem was the funniest thing that I ever even heard. My teacher's eyes got big and wide at me. Judy B. Jones, didn't you hear a word I just said? She said, very annoyed. Then Mrs. hurried to my table, and she took me into the hall, and she pointed me straight to the office. Chapter 3. A Good Chuckle. The office is where Principal lives. I know my way there by heart. There is a toppin' lady there, too. She looked over the counter at me. Well, well, well. Would you look who it is, she said. I looked down at myself. Well, 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 he looks like me, I said, kind of quiet. The topping lady pointed at the blue chair. The blue chair is where bad kids sit, only I'm not even bad. I still have to sit there sometimes. I put my feet on the edge of the chair and I hid my face in my knees. If you don't hide your face, people could recognize you. Finally, I peeked one eye at the principal's door. And guess what? That guy was looking right back at me. Is that Junie B. Jones I see out there, he asked. I did a gasp. Because principal can even recognize me from one eyeball, apparently. I went into his office and I sat down in the big wood chair. Principal winked at me. I'm a little bit surprised to see you, Junior B, he said. You haven't been sent here for quite some time. I nodded. I know it," I said. That's because my behavior has shown considerable improvement. I pronounced the words very perfect. My teacher printed those words on my report card, I said. And guess what else showed improvement? My speaking, that's what, calls... I don't say runned any more, and I don't say thinked, and I don't say throwed. Do you want to hear me say them right, huh? Do you, Principal? I took a di- big, deep breath. Ran, 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 ran. Thought, 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 thought. Through, 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 I said. And then I smiled, very proud. See, I told you. Mother says I'm getting a better vocabulary, I said. Vocabulary, said Principal. Whatever, I said. Principal smiled. Yes, well, I'm delighted with your improvements, Junie B., he said. But if everything has gotten better, why are you here? I wriggled in my chair, very uncomfortable. Uh, Because it wasn't my fault, that's why, I said what wasn't your fault said principal i wiggled some more then finally i told principal about how my teacher made us write a graduation poem and how she said the last word had to rhyme with blue and so polly island puffer rhymed the word pu i said but then mrs got very mad at him because she did not appreciate the, his behavior young man Only too bad for me because my brain thought of an even sillier poem and my mouth couldn't hold it inside. Principal closed his eyes. He did some deep breaths. All right, he said. Let's hear it. I gulped, very worried. Then I made my voice real soft. Roses are red. Violets are blue. Graduation is here. And your feet smell like stink, I said. After that, Principal kept his eyes closed for a real long time, and he did not say any words. Then, very slow, he put his head down on his desk, and he started to laugh. His laughing got louder and louder, and so guess what? I started laughing, too. That poem was a mute, right, Principal? "'We're having ourselves a real good chuckle over this, aren't we?' "'Principal stopped laughing very fast. "'He raised his head again. "'No, Junie B, no. "'We are not having a good chuckle,' he said. "'I'm sorry. "'Your poem caught me completely by surprise, "'but I, I never should have laughed like that.' "'He crossed his arms at me. "'You are right about one thing, though,' he said. "'Your poem is definitely silly,' But silly things are not always appropriate to say in the classroom, are they? Your teacher made it clear that she didn't like what Polly Allen Puffer had said, Junie B. But you called out your poem anyway. He made squinty eyes at me. And please don't blame it on your mouth, okay? You know you could have held it inside. I shrugged my shoulders. I don't know, I said, kind of quiet. Maybe I could have. Principal tapped his fingers on his desk. It's a very serious matter to disobey a teacher, Miss Miss Junie B., he said. And I want you to sit here and think about how serious it is. Can you do that, please? Yes, I can, said. After that, I squeezed my eyes real tight. And I thought and thought. Finally, I opened my eyes again. Good news, I said. I've said my last stink principal nodded his head that is good news he said then he stood up and he held my hand and he walked me into the hall it's been an it's been an interesting year getting to know you judy b jones he said you're a fascinating little girl thank you i said you are fascinating too after that both of us waved goodbye and i started skipping back to room nine Then all of a sudden I stopped, and I spun around. "'Yeah, only we're not saying goodbye forever. "'Right, Principal? "'Right? "'Cause next year I'll get sent down here too, probably, "'or else maybe you and I will see each other on the playground. "'Right?' Principal did a chuckle. "'Right,' he said. "'Hooray,' I said. "'Hooray, hooray!' Then I turned back around, and I skipped to room nine my fastest, "'cause maybe if I hurried, I could still sprinkle glitter on something.' Chapter 4, Cats and Gowns I skipped in the door of room 9. Then my whole face got happy, cause guess who was talking to my teacher? It was Gus Filoni, that's who, and Gus Filoni is my favorite janitor. I zoomed right over to that guy. Gus Filoni, Gus Filoni, it is a joy to see you, I said, and so what brings you here anyway? Gus Filoni patted my head i had an important delivery to make sis he said just then my bestest friend lucille came running up to me she pointed to a big stack of boxes it's cats and gowns Juny b she she shouted gus baloney brought us cats and gowns she twirled me all around I heard him talking about it to the teacher. The cats and gowns are right there in those boxes. Everyone is getting one for graduation, she said. I jumped up and down at that wonderful news, cause who doesn't love cats? That's what I would like to know. Cats and gowns, I hollered. Cats and gowns, hollered room nine. Mrs. sat down in her chair real slow. Then Gus Filoni patted her shoulder and said the words, Good luck. Mrs. said for room nine to please stop shouting. And then she said, I'm sorry, boys and girls, but Lucille did not hear my words correctly. She said, no one in room nine is getting a cat and gown for graduation. Room nine did a loud groan. Then what are we getting exactly? I asked caps and gowns mrs said you're all getting a cap and a gown for graduation not cat and gown no 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 said lucille i heard you say cat teacher i know i did i know i did mrs said for lucille to hush then she passed out the boxes to all the children i looked inside of my box real curious Then I kept on looking and looking cause something was not right in there. My cap got run over by a truck, I think. It is a big square flatso. Mrs. laughed. Then she came to my table and she unfolded my cap and put it right on my head. Hey, what do you know? I said, it fits. After that, all of us put on our caps and gowns and we skipped all around the room. Only not Lucille. "'cause she was still upset about the cat issue, of course. "'Pretty soon, the bell was gonna ring, "'and so Mrs. made us put our outfits back in our boxes. "'I'm going to let you take these home with you today,' she said, "'but please do not play with them on the bus, "'and don't play with them at home either. "'These caps and gowns are white, okay? "'And white material gets soiled very easily.' "'I know it, Mrs.' I said. "'Cause white material—I know white material gets sold easily. "'Cause one time, my Grandpa Miller spilled beer on his new white tie, "'and you can still see the beer splots on that thing.' "'Mrs. looked and looked at me. "'Then she sat back down at her desk, very quiet, "'and she waited for the bell to ring. "'Chapter 5. A Million Bucks Me and my bestest friend named Grace rode the bus home together. We held our boxes very tight on our laps, and we didn't open them. We are being careful about our graduation gowns, aren't we, Grace? I said. We are being careful not to soil them. Yes, said that Grace, we are. I looked down at my box. I am very proud of us for not opening these things, I said. I'm very proud of us, too, said that Grace we rode and rode. I did a sigh. It's too bad we can't just peek at them a little bit, though. Isn't it, Grace? I said, one one teensy peek wouldn't even hurt anything, I bet. That Grace didn't say anything. I tapped on her. Okay, uh, here's what I'm thinking, Grace. I'm thinking we should do one little peek, and that's all. I said, what do you say, friend? Grace made her voice very loud. No, Junie B, no, we are not allowed to. Can't you follow orders, huh? Do you want to soil these things? I did a huffy breath at her. But Pekin won't even soil them, Grace, I said back. Pekin is just looking with your eyes, only faster. Only too bad for me, because Grace kept on saying no, no, no. And so, I had to wait and wait for that stubborn girl to get off the bus before I could peek. After she was gone, I looked in my box zippity-quick. And what do you know? I didn't even sell anything. I got off the bus and ran to my house. My grandma, Helen Miller, was babysitting my brother. She was feeding him a snack in his high chair. Grandma Miller! Grandma Miller! Grandma Miller! I got my cap and gown. It's right here in this box, I said. Would you like for me to try it on for you, Grandma? Huh? Would you? Grandma Miller clapped her hands. Of course I would, she said, real thrilled. Try it on right now. Okie doke, I said. Then I quick put on my cap and gown and I danced all around. See me, Grandma? See what I look like? I look like a graduation girl, I said. I hopped around Ollie's high chair. My teacher said not to play in this thing, but hopping is not the same as playing, I said. Just then, I heard the front door open, and hurray, hooray, my mother was home early from work. Her whole mouth came open when she saw me. Oh my goodness, she said, look how cute you are. I know it, mother. I know I'm cute, I said. I look like a million bucks in this getup. I twirled all around in front of her. See me twirling, Mother? Twirling is not the same as playing, I said. After I stopped twirling, I fell down on the floor. Falling on the floor is what comes after twirling. It cannot be helped normally. Mother picked me up. Maybe you should take this thing off before you get it dirty, she said. No, Mother, no, I said. I want to keep it on. Please let me. Please, please. I quick ran to Ollie's high chair, and I ducked down behind it ollie peeked around at me he had sloppy on his face i am not a sloppy baby like ollie i said i won't get this dirty i promise but mother shook her head i'm sorry genie b but it's just not a good idea to play in your gown after that mother and grandma miller blocked the high chair and i couldn't run away shoot i said i'm surrounded Mother took my graduation outfit off, and she put it back in the box. Then she put that box way on top of the refrigerator. "'Let's store it up here for safekeeping,' she said. "'Let's not,' I said, real growly. Mother made squinty eyes at me. Then she took me by the arm, and she marched me to my room, "'cause that woman has no sense of humor, apparently. She shut my door and left.' I flopped on my bed, very glum. My stuffed animals were very glum, too. Everybody thinks I'm a sloppy baby, but I'm not, you said. I said. I don't think you're a sloppy baby, said my stuffed anim- elephant named Philip Johnny Bob. I don't think you're a sloppy baby either, said my raggedy Ann named Ruth. My raggedy Andy named Larry did a sigh. I wish your mother didn't put that cap and gown box on top of the refrigerator he said me too said philip johnny bob i wish you could get it down from there so all of us could see it after that i thought and thought then i lifted up his softy ear and i whispered maybe i can chapter six pooped and thirsty the next morning my grandpa frank miller came to babysit I love that babysitter very much, cause he doesn't even follow the rules, that's why. Grandpa Miller let me fix my own breakfast. I fixed two waffles and three marshmallows and a bowl of cheese curls. And guess what else? My grandpa let me pour my own grape juice and I didn't even spill a single drop. See grandpa, see how careful I am, I said. I am not a sloppy baby, right? Grandpa Miller was feeding Ollie. Roddy right, he said. My eyes looked up at the refrigerator. I hopped down from my chair. "'All righty, Frank. I guess I'll be getting out of your hair now,' I said. "'If you'll just hand me that box from the top of the refrigerator, I'll be on my way.' Just then, baby Ollie started to cry. Grandpa Miller patted him. I tapped my foot. "'Yeah, only I'm waiting, Grandpa,' I said. Finally, Grandpa Miller stood up and got my box.' He started to look inside, only all of a sudden, Ollie did a loud squeal. And he put his whole bowl of cereal right on his head. Oh, my goodness, hollered my grandpa. Then my Grandpa Miller shoved the box right at me, and he hurried to clean Ollie's head. I zoomed my room, then I locked my door, and I waved my box all around. I got it, guys. I got it. I got it, I said. Hooray, said Philip johnny Bob. "'Hooray, hooray!' said Raggedy Ruth and Raggedy Larry. "'After that, I set those guys on my bookshelf, and I put on my graduation gown. "'See me, friends?' I said. "'See how cute I look. I am a graduation girl. See?' "'Wowie, wow, wow!' they hollered. "'After that, I danced and skipped and hopped and twirled, "'cause they wouldn't stop cheering, that's why. "'Finally, I flopped on my bed. "'Okay, that's enough, people,' I said. "'I am pooped and thirsty.' "'Me too,' said Raggedy Larry. "'I'm pooped and thirsty, too.' "'I wish we could get something to drink,' said Raggedy Ruth. "'Just then, a brainstorm came right in my head. "'I sat up very straight. "'Hey, wait a second. "'I just learned how to pour grape juice without spilling a drop,' I said. "'And so, I can go get us some, maybe.' "'Yes,' said Philip Johnny-Bob. Yes, yes, said Raggedy Ruth and Raggedy Larry. I hurried to my door and I listened in the hall. Grandpa Miller was giving Ollie a bath. Shh, shh," I whispered to my friends. You wait here. I'll be back. After that, I tippy-toed to the kitchen speedy quick and I poured us a cup of grape juice and I tippy-toed right back again. Chapter 7. Juice Triplets Grape juice can go wrong. First, Raggedy Ruth got purple on her mouth. Then Teddy got a dribble drop on his paw. And then, oh no, oh no, Raggedy Larry forgot to swallow his whole entire sip. Dribblets spilled all over my bookshelf. I covered my mouth very shocked. Then my heart pounded and pounded. Cause if grape juice gets on my rug, I am in big trouble, missy. A cloth, a cloth, I need a cloth, I hollered. I ran around and around all over my room. Then all of a sudden, my eyes locked down on my clothes, looked down at my clothes, and what do you know? I saw all the cloth I needed. I quick took it off of me, and I soaked up the driblets. My shoulders felt relief in them. Phew, that was a close one, I said. After that, I walked to my bed, and I plopped on my pillow. My brain was a genius to think of that, I said. I breathed and breathed. Then all of a sudden, I did a teensy frown. Because something didn't feel right here, possibly. I covered my head with my sheet. Then I turned my head very slow. <clears throat> and I peeked out at my bookshelf. My stomach did a flip-flop. Because I saw my graduation gown, that's why. It had juice driblets soaked into its front. I looked at Raggedy Larry real mad. Oh, no! Look what you made me do, I said. You made me use my graduation gown to suck up that dumb juice. Great, Larry, just great. After that, Raggedy Larry got put under my bed, and he did not come out again. Juice triplets do not go away. Not even if you erase them with your brand new eraser, or if you color on them with your new white crayon, or if you brush them with Daddy's new whitening brightening toothpaste. I brushed up and down and all around, but the driblets did not budge. Shoot, I said. Now I'll look like a sloppy baby at graduation, and I'm not even the one who dribbled. Just then, I heard a knock at my door. It was Grandpa Miller. Junie B., is everything okay in there, he said. My heart got very pounding again. Yes, Grandpa, yes. Everything's perfectly perfect, I hollered. I'm just playing with my stuffed animals, and that's all. Grandpa Frank Miller knocked some more. Could you open the door, please, he said. I felt tension in me, cause I didn't want him to see my problem, that's why. I quick pushed my graduation gown under my bed, then I opened my door a teensy crack. Hello, how are you today, I said. I'm fine, except I'm right in the middle of something, so I would like to get back to it, please. Grandpa Miller was holding baby Ollie. He looked disappointed at me. Oh, phooey, he said. Now that I've got your brother cleaned up, I thought maybe you and I could teach him how to play checkers. I looked at Ollie. He was wearing a clean shirt with purple polka-dotties. No, thank you, I said. Uh, maybe I'll teach him checkers some other day. I waved to my Grandpa Miller, very sweet. Well, nice seeing you again, Frank. Goodbye, I said. After that, I closed the door, and I waited for Grandpa's footsteps to leave. Finally, I pulled my graduation gown from under my bed, and I stared and stared at that stupid thing. Why did this dumb gown have to be so white? I grouched. Why couldn't it be purple like the grape juice? If it was purple, like the grape juice, the driblets would have blended in, right? I tapped my fingers, real annoyed. Or why couldn't this dumb gown have purple flowers on it? The juice would blend in with the flowers, too, I bet. Or what about polka-dotties like Ollie's shirt? If there were purple polka-dotties, no one would notice the driblets for sure. Just then I sat up very fast, cause I was getting another brainstorm in my head, I believe. I zoomed straight to my desk. Then I looked through all my drawers and I found my colored markers. I laughed real happy. Then I spread my graduation gown on the floor and I worked and worked very hard. And guess what? When I finally got done, you couldn't even see the, the spots of the driblets, hardly. My brain is a genius after all, I said. After that, I put my cap and gown in the box again, and I took it back to Grandpa Miller. All righty, Grandpa, I said. You can put this back on the refrigerator now, please. Then I smiled real big, because guess what else? He did. Chapter 8, Getting Ready Room 8 and Room 9 practiced for graduation together. We practiced on the stage in the auditorium. Cause a stage is where people get diplomas, of course. Mrs. showed everyone how to walk up the steps without tripping. She played music for us to march in with. And guess what? Room 9 marched better than Room 8. Except Polly Ellen Puffer kept bowing really silly. And Lenny kept on stepping on people's heels. Plus, Shy William ran out of the auditorium and down the hall, and Gus Filoni had to chase him around the parking lot. After that, Principal talked to William for a real long time. Plus, also, his mother was called in, I believe. "'I'm not like William,' I told Lucille and Grace. "'I'm not even nervous of walking up that on that stage hardly.'" "'Me either,' said that Grace. "'I'm not nervous of walking up on that stage hardly either.'" Lucille fluffed her fluffy hair. My Nana says that I was born to be on the stage, she said. Nana says that people enjoy looking at me because I am a feast for their eyes. After that, Lucille wrinkled her nose very cute, and she skipped around and around in a circle. Grace and I watched her for a real long time. Then finally, Lucille stopped skipping, and all of us hugged and hugged, because we are the bestest three friends I ever even saw graduation week went by very fast friday night came in a jiffy i felt so excited i couldn't even eat my dinner that good i got down from my chair and i ran and ran all over the house settle down said daddy settle down said mother settle down i hollered then i laughed real loud because i'm a hoot that's why finally it was time to go Mother got my graduation box off the refrigerator. I jumped up and down. Let me carry that, Mother. Please, please, please. I want to carry my box to Room 9 all by myself because that's where all of us are getting dressed. Mother handed me the box. Then Daddy said, settle down, again. And all of us drove to my school. Grandpa and Grandma Miller met us in the parking lot. I hugged them, hello. Then I zoomed to Room 9 speedy fast. And guess what? All of the children from morning and afternoon kindergarten were getting ready together i ran through the door it's me people it's junie b jones i'm here for graduation lucille and grace came rushing over they were already wearing their caps and gowns and they looked marvelous i tell you hurry up junie b said lucille hurry up and put on your cap and gown our teacher is going to take our picture yes said that grace hurry hurry she quick grabbed my box away from me, and she took out my cap and gown. Grace did a gasp. Oh, no, Juny B. What happened, she said. What happened to your cap and gown? My stomach felt very squeezy and sickish, because that outfit looked spottier than I remembered. Put it down, Grace, I said. Don't show people. I don't want anyone to notice. Lucille laughed very loud. But that's so dumb, Junie B, she said. How could people not notice you've colored big purple splotches all over your graduation clothes? I did a huffy breath at that girl. Those are not big splotches, Lucille, I said. Those are purple polka dotties that I drew to blend in my juice driblets, and that is a whole different ball game, madame. Just then some of the children heard me yelling. They turned to look. "'Great, Lucille,' I said. "'Now look what you did. "'You caught attention to myself. "'And now, how can I even blend in?' "'After that, I quick grabbed my graduation gown "'and I ran to the back of the room. "'Just then I heard a voice. "'Junie B. Jones?' "'I looked to the front of the room. "'It was my teacher. "'Mrs. stretched her neck to look at at back at me. "'Is there a problem back there, Junie B?' she asked. "'I shook my head real fast. "'No, missus, no,' I said. "'There isn't a problem, I promise. "'And so, please do not come back here, and I mean it.' "'Missus came back there. "'And what do you know, all of Room 9 came with her. "'Missus took my cap and gown out of my hands. "'The children laughed and laughed at that thing. "'What kind of dumb gown do you call that?' said Minnie. Jim. "'I know,' said Polly Allen Puffer. "'It's the kind of gown that a clown would wear.' "'Yeah,' shouted Jim.' It's a purple spotty clown gown. After that, the laughing got louder and louder. I put my hands over my ears to keep it out of my head. Then I tried to tell them about Raggedy Larry and the driblets and my purple colored marker, but my nose started running very much and I couldn't even talk that good. Finally, I just started to cry. And guess what? Then nobody laughed anymore. Chapter 9. The Time of My Life Mrs. took me into the hall. She wiped my face with a tissue, and we talked about my graduation gown. Mrs. said that I would look darling in that dotty thing, cause purple is her favorite color. Plus, grape juice is her favorite kind of drink. I kept on crying, cause I didn't actually buy it, that's why. Pretty soon, Mother and Daddy came hurrying to Room 9. They brought Karen Miller with them. Their eyes popped out at my spotty dotty gown. "'I'm sorry, I'm sorry,' "'Please don't yell at me,' I said. "'Cause I'm already crying, see? "'Plus wearing this dumb clown gown "'will be punishment enough.' "'Mother and Daddy didn't yell. "'They said we would talk about this problem later. "'After that, Mother helped me put on my cap and gown, "'and she hugged me very nice. "'Then Daddy grinned, and he said, "'I look cute in dots.' "'She does look cute,' said Grandpa Miller. "'And not only that, but when she goes on stage, "'she'll be easy to spot.' "'He winked at me. "'I did a giggle.' "'Cause that man is a silly joker, that's why.' Finally, Mrs. patted me. "'Are you feeling better now, Junie B?' she asked. "'Are you ready to go back inside and be with your friends?' I shrugged, kind of worried. "'Sure she is, of course she is,' said my grandpa. "'My goodness, this is Junie B. Jones!' After that, he stood me up straight and tall, and he faced me to my classroom. Then I breathed in a big breath, and me and Mrs. went back into room nine. Polly Allen and Jim jumped out at me. Surprise, they hollered. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, hollered my bestest friend named Grace. I looked at those people very shocked. Then my mouth came all the way open, cause they had dots on their clothes just like mine. That Grace skipped all around. It was Jim's idea, Junior B, she said. Jim said that if we that if all of us have dot spots too, then you'll feel better. And so Polly Allen Puffer found the colored markers. And we colored our caps and gowns just like yours. Grace looked at Mrs. us, teacher. Aren't we beautiful? I colored red spots and Jim colored blue spots. And Polly Allen Puffer colored green spots, she said. Just then William raised his hand. And I'm coloring orange spots, he said, kind of soft. And I'm coloring lavender spots, said Charlotte. And I'm coloring pink spots, said my bestest friend named Lucille. Cause pink brings out my natural blush of my cheeks. Mrs. smiled. Her smile kept on getting bigger. "'Well, Jinny B. Jones,' she said finally, "'what do you think of all this?' "'Hm? "'My face beamed very joyful. "'I think I love these people. "'That's what I think,' I hollered. "'Then Jim said, "'Gross!' "'And Polly Ellen Puffer said, "'Gross!' too. "'After that, all of Room 9 laughed and laughed, "'and this time, even me. "'Graduation finally got started.' The Room 8 teacher walked up on the steps of the stage. She said hello to all the people. Then Mrs. walked up on the steps of the stage, too. She was still smiling. Friends and families. I've been a teacher for a very long time, she said, but in all of my years of teaching, these are some of the most colorful graduates I've ever seen. Mrs. held out her arms. Ladies and gentlemen, we are proud to present the graduates of Room 8 and Room 9. Just then, the music started and all of the children walked into the auditorium. The audience chuckled at us very happy. Room 9 chuckled back at them. After that, all of us sat in special chairs and both of the teachers talked and talked some more. Then finally, it happened. Mrs. started to call our names, and one by one we got to walk on the stage, and we got our diplomas. And good news, Polly Ellen Puffer did not bow real silly, and Lenny did not step on people's heels, and Shy William did not run away. It was a time of our life, I tell you. I felt like a billion feet tall up there. When Mrs. gave me my diploma, she shook my hand real nice. I'm going to miss you, Ginny B. Jones, she said. You are truly one of a kind thank you missus i said you're truly one of a kind too after that my grandpa frank miller did a loud whistle and mother and daddy clapped very proud and here's the happiest news of all when graduation was over room nine did not even have to say goodbye to each other because all of us are coming back to the same school for first grade and so we can play at recess just like mother said and guess what else i can't wait to see those guys again Because we will be friends forever and ever. And always and always. And I mean it. The end. I hope that you enjoyed this story and that you come back for more in the future. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hi, I just wanted to let you know that I created a Gmail account so that you could send me emails. I would love to hear where you're listening from.